0: I'm a stupid bitch. I'm a stupid bitch. I am a stupid bitch. I am a stupid bitch.
1: Hello, everybody. Welcome to this week's episode of Dumb Bitch Media. My name is Sophie at No Money No Honey.
0: My name is Eva Bando Daddy with two eyes. I don't know why that just happened. <laughs> I felt weird about it. <laughs> this bitch thinks it's opposite.
1: <laughs> this bitch said switch Twitter oh, handles. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I had my show last night. It's some guy crowd worked the audience before I got on stage and this guy said his name was Franklin and I (laughs) got on stage and was like this motherfucker knows how to tie his shoes and count by two (laughs) and nobody thought it was funny and I was like all right (laughs) 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 no one else here a fan of children's literature okay couldn't be me yeah you said that you didn't really do jokes you just like
1: crowd worked a lot or
0: I didn't do jokes for the first half I did I, like, just talked about people who were at the show. Like, I just did bits about our friend Caesar and Adrian Brown's brother. Oh. then I just did some bits about the election. And I did my old joke about being fiscally liberal and socially conservative. Nice. Topical.
1: Yeah. That's
0: cool. And then I closed on... Some material. Material. Yeah. Hmm. That's sweet. Yeah, definitely. I did better than anyone besides davis yeah and davis did like okay and i did like pretty good nice. but i mean he was hosting it was a difficult show
1: it sounded like a bit of a hard show yeah people ate a dick yeah, yeah sounds like you did well i did i had a show on friday that was like pretty bad
0: because mm-hmm. there
1: was only like there was like 10 people in the audience which is pretty good for that show mm-hmm. but they hated jokes they were there to see one guy but mm-hmm. they didn't even laugh at his jokes Joe c-o-p-y something he's new okay, but yeah. they also didn't laugh at his jokes okay which was awkward mm-hmm. and they literally like were like talking through people's sets like not listening not responding at all yeah until michaela got on stage and halfway through her set this guy was talking to his wife and she said you know we can all hear and see you right <laughs> and they were like why And she was like what's the problem
0: oh my god i was like Oh okay. that's so funny <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then she started roasting them asking if they were like Polly or something. Like why were they like discussing every single person that got on stage? <laughs>
0: like, I was like, okay. That's really funny. Yeah. Good for her. They were right in the front. That's so fucking funny. In yeah, it yeah, was so bad. Everyone was just like Plus it's like, I don't want to hear comedians talk about the election. Mm-hmm. Nobody talked about it on stage. Interesting. Besides me and tavis Yes. Yeah.
1: Because they know they can't.
0: But everyone was just painfully Mm. discussing it. Like, there was an older lady there who just kept being like, when I voted for the NDP, because my vote is orange, I was like, okay, I get it. (laughs) (laughs) You need need everybody to know that you voted NDP because you're from Saskatchewan. Oh, my God. Um, And then there was a conservative comedian who was there. And we were talking about how my friend, our friend, Ben Hagel, if he's bombing, yeah, says, I bet you'd be laughing if I brought my AR-15 with me and then <laughs> pretends to shoot up the audience. Hilarious, but very funny, very funny, very threatening. And the conservative comedian who was there was like, well, you're not going to be able to make jokes like that. Anymore after tonight, probably, and I was like, "Oh yeah, if the liberals get in, they're gonna finally make it illegal to tell jokes." And he was like, "Well, depending on the results, I wouldn't be surprised if it was illegal to tell jokes anymore, Evelyn." <laughs> I can't. He he hates <laughs> women so much. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, also he's just a fucking idiot yeah he's he's, stupid is like it's like i just never he's not even a boomer but i just never want to hear like it's gonna be illegal to make jokes like the patronized conservative i hate that it's like okay
1: honestly nobody cares
0: no literally, nobody
1: cares if people don't like your jokes just tell them to people who don't care and then you won't have a problem
0: yeah, nobody's
1: censoring you. People are just admitting that you're not funny.
0: Yeah. That's We're, literally it. <laughs> We're not denying conservative <laughs> voices and comedy. <laughs> Jesus Christ, oh if, if you wrote a joke, we, we'd probably let you on. If you promise <laughs> not to say anything, me into the jazz. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Someone was doing a lot of anti-Semitism last night. On stage? Yeah. Okay. Which was weird and surprising. Was it a dude? Yes. Was he like newer?
1: Yes. I heard him do a set once and it was the same. I don't remember his
0: name. No, you know this guy oh. that I'm talking about. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Okay, not yeah. the same person. <laughs> everyone found on him after he got off, though. Good. Literally, everyone roasted him for it. Good. Yeah. That's so bad. It was really weird. Yeah, what's that about? I don't know. Like, he just really wouldn't stop hammering on Jew stuff. What and I fuck? don't even consider him to be a problem like a normally edgy, yeah. edgy problematic no. edgy sometimes but he just not jokes a, just in a new male comedian kind of
1: yeah. way not in a like he tell he just tells jokes about like landscapers who have philosophy degrees and like how finding Nemo is a transphobic movie.
0: Yeah. He was doing all new stuff last night and it was all edgelord stuff. Ew. He was like, I understand being trans. I was like oh, where is this joke going? I'm glad people clowned on him. Yeah. Social
1: policing rules.
0: Yeah. <laughs> he ate a dick. Good. Yeah, that's about it. What mm-hmm. else? I'm having a real living life under capitalism day. I spent a long time on the phone with my previous landlord mm-hmm. and spent a lot of time applying to, like, menial shops. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that sucks. I yeah. thought about applying to be a hairdresser, which really, <laughs> mi- which honestly really made me laugh to think about myself working at first choice haircutters. <laughs> first choice. Hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you can use scissors badly. There you go. That's literally <laughs> that's what the, the job only, is. It. It's a horrible hairdressing establishment. It's like bottom of the barrel. Fuck it. Fuck it. How are they going to find out? Fuck it hairdresser. Honestly, I keep thinking about becoming a dental hygienist without certifications, (laughs) but I feel like I could get sued, so I'm not going to do it. Yeah, you can't. (laughs) All (laughs) right. I just honestly feel like... You deserve to be a dental hygienist. Well, no one's good at their job. (laughs) Well. No. That's not true. Some people are. I guess so. Yeah. I'm just annoyed because I'm, like, applying for these jobs that I am qualified for and then there's like all these hoops that you have to jump I know it's so annoying it's like why do i have to do a cognitive ability test to be a part-time administrative assistant for a real estate company (laughs) go off (laughs) what are you doing by testing like my rapid eye scan fucking movement i didn't have to do
1: that when i applied for that (sighs) real estate job
0: yeah kind of fucking
1: real estate are they selling i don't know moving real estate <laughs> houseboats fuck me i started listening to a cool new podcast mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's called the ear hustle have you heard of it Mm-mm. it's produced by um inmates at the san quentin um security facility in okay. california
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah it's cool they interview like different inmates and stuff about like what it's like to be in prison for life Oh, sweet. Yeah. That sounds true. Yeah. So it's produced by one woman who like works with offenders and then mm. one guy who's in prison for twenty six to life. And then the sound engineer is also an inmate.
0: Oh wow. Yeah, it's awesome. It's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. I'll give that a little sign. Yeah. Very interesting. I've been reading a book about The Bachelor. I want to oh, I need to read that book it's so bad yeah it looks but amazing it's really good also I like can't stop reading it and it's horrible <laughs> also I've never watched The Bachelor oh I've seen so much of it I haven't seen a single episode and people are like why are you reading this book that you hate Doesn't about matter. a tv show you haven't even watched what's well, like well I'm learning without having to watch yeah. the show I think
1: you understand the show enough like it's like okay I have like, eyes,
0: and I I exist in a society. Exactly. Exactly. Bitch society time. (laughs) (laughs) I thought that there was going to be more, like, analysis. No, it's just trashy. I thought it was going to be cultural criticism. (laughs) It's definitely, like, an annotated history of the wildest (laughs) moments of The Bachelor. (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) Yeah. Not what I was looking for, but I'm definitely along for the ride. (laughs) That's beautiful. Yeah. Wow. Should we talk about things? Should we talk about stuff? Mm -hmm. Sure. Okay. It is the day after the Canadian federal election. Woo. Woo. I just want to say I'm bored with the outcome.
1: Me too. Nothing interesting. Very fucking boring. Yeah, It's like, ooh, everybody got votes. Everybody wins. (laughs) How very Canada. Yeah. So we ended up with a liberal minority government.
0: Yes. So the way that the electoral system in Canada works, lots of Canadian people listen to this podcast, obviously, but whichever party wins the most seats gets the prime ministership. Yeah. The leadership of the country. And so... Like, you vote for your member of parliament Mm -hmm. in your riding, and then whichever member of parliament wins in that riding, their party gets one seat, one vote, whatever. And then they tally those against each other. So in this election, for example, the conservatives got the popular vote. Technically, more people voted for them, but the liberal party won more ridings. Right.
1: Yeah. yeah, so it's, like, the same in the U.S. as, like, the popular vote versus the electoral vote. Like, same yes. idea. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Except for our interpretation of it, I guess, is positive in this, sort of. <laughs>
1: yeah, true. In this, way, like, yeah. although
0: there's not a big difference between the Liberal Party and the Conservatives. Not really. I don't think. No.
1: So, a minority government means that you have the most seats, but you don't have, like,
0: more than, is it 50% of the seats? you have to have 170 or more out of 338 yeah. seats in to, order to have a majority government. Yeah. So the liberals won 150 something. Yeah. which is like not
1: great. Like it sounds close to 170, but it's uh that's pretty standard with a minority government. Yeah. Like that's pretty, like the low range, basically.
0: Yeah, the Liberals won one hundred and fifty-seven seats with thirty-three percent of the vote. The Conservatives got one hundred and twenty-one seats with thirty-four point four percent of the vote. Okay. The Bloc Québécois won thirty-two seats with seven point seven percent of the vote. The NDP won twenty-four seats mm-hmm. with fifteen point nine percent of the vote. The Dream Party won three seats with six point five percent of the vote. Other one seat, 08 percent of the vote. People's Party of Canada zero seats. One point that's four percent of the vote. Wall, yeah. <laughs> so all of the party leaders defended their own ridings. So Jagmeet Singh one in Burnaby, yeah, which is his riding. Trudeau one in Papineau, yeah. Cheer one in Regina, mm-hmm. and May one in the in. It's Saanich Islands or something. Yeah. Gulf Saanich Islands. It's NBC. It's part of, yeah. And it's up for Owen, Yves Lido. Mm-hmm. Eve Yeah, Eve Yves Legault. Yves Legault one in wherever his writing is. I think in it's Quebec. like north of Montreal or something. Yeah. Yeah. And it's uh, up for Metzine Bernier who lost his seat yes. to a conservative party member. Nice. Yes. So the People's
1: Party of Canada has no representation mm-hmm. in parliament, including their leader
0: something that's very cool so obviously like notable wins and losses the first ever dream party candidate won east of bc yeah in fredericton very cool new brunswick yeah new brunswick is very hippie
1: yes especially fredericton really yeah moncton
0: is too. moncton is time and saint stephen's yeah oh saint stephen's is cool yeah yeah definitely my friend is actually like director of river conservation in St. Stephen's or something like that. Yeah, Yeah. she's very cool. She's Mm -hmm. a biologist and definitely a hippie. (laughs) (laughs) That's dope. Friend of the pod, Alex,
1: said last night that her riding in New Brunswick Mm -hmm. went uh, conservative for the first time in, like, a long time. Apparently St. Andrews went conservative, yeah. Damn. Yeah, which sucks,
0: but... It was cool that that girl won. None of it only has one seat. They were won by the the NDP, Mm -hmm. by uh, an Indigenous... Mm-hmm. Canada Mi'lac, and
1: she's only 25. <laughs> she is 25. Yeah,
0: and she ran on a very materially based platform about like Indigenous suicide prevention and like access to resources. Yeah, mental health services. Very good. Very cool. Very cool very platform. Cool. Very. I guess, like a milestone. Yeah. For Nunavut. Definitely. For them to have indigenous representation, especially from young people. Yeah. Which is very awesome. awesome. The one other seat that was won was Jody Rabold-Wilson. Oh, yeah. Won as an independent candidate, mm-hmm. which is very cool. So very She was the former attorney general who took Justin Trudeau to task when he lied under oath about the SNC-Lavalin affair. Yeah. So... She will have a house in the seat, which is very important. Mm-hmm.
1: And yeah, sh- so she obviously left the Liberal Party, but it's sweet that uh, she got in as independent. That's like really interesting.
0: Yeah, I think it's just because she's actually just such like a force of nature and like a dead politician. Yeah, her writing obviously but, trusts her still. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Think of what other notable notable wins and losses. Um. Were.
1: Well. Okay. So maybe this isn't like super notable, but Alberta went. All conservative except for the Strathcona riding, which is yes. Edmonton. Mm-hmm. Interesting to note. What else? I think didn't Newfoundland and Labrador go all
0: liberal? They had one NDP. Seat. One NDP. Okay. Mm-hmm. Presumably in St. John's. Yeah. I didn't double uh, check. Presumably, yeah.
1: My riding went conservative again, just like every year. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I was watching the election results live for a certain amount of time until we knew it was going to be Liberal minority, and then I was like, I don't care anymore. But it was pretty predictable, like, honestly. Once mm-hmm. the results started rolling in, it was like, oh, okay. Unless well, something crazy happens, like...
0: <laughs> there's a point beyond which it's mathematically impossible... For anything else to for happen. For anything else to happen. Yeah. So, Shear made his concession speech pretty early on. Yes. Like, they usually do, right? Yeah. And then it's like, okay, unless something... I don't think it was even possible... No. ...for anything to happen then. The only thing that could change would be if like the Liberals announced a coalition with the NDP in order to have more legislative power in the House because the main effect of a minority government is that it makes it very difficult to pass bills or amend legislation because presumably most people will vote with their parties. Yeah,
1: so unless you have align with another party for those specific issues you're not gonna have the votes to do anything essentially
0: exactly so Mm -hmm. it would have been smart of them to align themselves with the ndp but honestly i don't see it happening i don't either the ndp kind of had a percentage-wise a good showing but they Mm -hmm. lost a lot of seats
1: they did yeah in a lot of the ridings that went ndp in the last election that were Mm -hmm. kind of surprising yes it just didn't hold no. Particularly, like, Quebec, for example. Mm-hmm. But it's weird. I feel like people have short memories mm. because a lot of people that I talked to today were like, oh, my God, I can't believe the Bloc Québécois got so many seats. And it's like, okay, historically, they've always been recognized as an official party. Yeah. So in Parliament, you need to get... T- 12 seats mm. to become recognized as having official party status. Yeah. And in the last election four years ago, the Bloc Québécois did not get 12 seats because a lot mm. of the ridings went NDP for the first time. Yeah. Now, this time, of course, they are an official party again because they have enough seats. And I don't really understand why people are so shocked by that.
0: People don't pay attention to politics in Quebec, I think. It's yeah. It's strange how people treat it like it's a whole different country.
1: I know, but then they don't like that that's kind of like what a lot of people in Quebec feel as well yes it's like they treat them like it's a different country but they don't want people to feel that it is yeah it's weird
0: well I'm like about to move across the border yeah into Gatineau, into bat and people from Ontario act like there's literally like a wall it's so between the two provinces which doesn't make sense no anyone can tell you it's a it's a five minute drive or a 15 minute walk i walk to, to Hull all the time to ottawa yeah and i speak french yeah so there's literally it's no fine. reason for me not to live in Quebec. no when people are like oh but french people it's like yeah english people fucking suck too why would why would french people want to talk to english people you
1: all act like that <laughs>
0: right <laughs> french meetings are like spiders yeah, you just have to know how to treat them. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Initially you're like gross, but then you're like, ah, oh, I guess I'll just let them outside. <laughs> uh, I guess I'll let very, them touch me. This is a very traumatic. They say metaphor. you get
1: eight spiders in your mouth throughout your lifetime. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I won't comment on how many French Canadians have been outright. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, um, I actually dated three different guys who who were named Jean Philippe, Mm -hmm. and I think I'm pretty sure my family thought they were all the same guy. That's reasonable. It was was pretty consecutive. (laughs) It's like French Canadians only have like four names. Oh, especially the the men. Yeah,
1: it's literally only Jean Philippe, Jean Francois, Jean Michel, Jean Michel, Pascal, Pascal, Pierre, Sebastian.
0: Yep, that's That's it.
1: oh he maybe barely (laughs) if you're like
0: 90 (laughs) yeah Alex Uh, yeah Alex Matt Richard that's that's a bit dad name it is yeah
1: Yeah, but honestly I just don't get the I mean I I get the weird tension between French and English people but you know it is interesting though like grow up that's my. I'm I like, mean, I know oh I. Sp- I know I
0: speak French, and I've lived in Quebec, and I've worked in Quebec, so. Yeah, but like I don't understand. Like my, my parents don't speak French, and they don't hate people from Quebec. No. It it doesn't. It's like a non. It's a a disease that's specific to Ontario and Western Canada. It is. It very much is. I, people on the East Coast don't
1: have a problem with Quebec. No. Like at all.
0: Yeah, I know. <laughs> I was talking to my friend last night who's from New Brunswick, and he was like, "You have a car; you'd be actually crazy to not move to Gatineau."
1: Literally, if you own a car, there's no reason not to. Yeah, like I was like, "Okay, yeah, yeah." <laughs> <laughs> like what? <laughs> it was. It's interesting when you look at the breakdown of how the ridings went in Canada, though, because it broke down very similar to, um, like Pierre Trudeau, Trudeau's election. Really? Yeah, like with the two Canadas. Mm-hmm. Do you remember the? hearing the two canadas speech right Mm -hmm. because literally like west of manitoba Mm -hmm. it was almost all conservative Mm -hmm. up until bc yeah whereas like in past elections there has been some Mm -hmm. changes to that but this one again was very like i guess because it was kind of a divisive election Mm
0: -hmm.
1: it was like almost all conservative like blue straight across
0: yeah I think people are scared about, like, their livelihoods. Yeah. west, Mm -hmm. Definitely, like, so many people are dependent on, like, the oil fields. Yeah. To keep their jobs and whatever, and I think that 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 really just resulted in a lot of people voting blue out of what they consider to be necessity. Totally. You know? Maybe that's a generous interpretation, but I think that it's valid that people would vote with what they think their interests are. That's how most people vote. I don't even think that sheer like I'm not an apologist for him but I don't even think he was a bad candidate. Like I didn't no. I didn't find him like for the for the conservative party, no. No, I didn't find him slimy or he's very like I don't know,
1: like Stephen Harper but smarter. Yeah, right? Like I don't really know what the other options are, I guess, because I didn't pay super close attention to the when they were choosing their leader, party leader, but mm-hmm. yeah. Like, it makes sense.
0: Yeah. I guess, like, I just think it's hack to... And maybe it's it's stupid or naive, but to just blindly attack all conservatives or, like, all conservative voters. Because I, I honestly think that if more people were educated about, like, material needs and, like voting with your your like own interests and stuff they they would understand that. yeah, a lot of those people can probably be radicalized because Definitely. like a lot of conservative writings, it's not all like rich oil people and stuff. There's a lot of like poverty stricken. Working class people who vote blue, too. And I think that more people need to realize that, like, horseshoe theory is sound. And, like, the Mm -hmm. concerns of a lot of people on the right, the material concerns, at least, are very similar to those of a lot of avowed leftists. And we shouldn't just constantly mock Mm -hmm. every guy conservative voters. Right. Right when I think that they're not actually that far from the ability to be radicalized. I think it's really, like, a mental block. It is. And, a, you know, a historic voting pattern issue more than it is a difference in, like, actual wants Ideology. and beliefs. yeah. Exactly. Definitely,
1: and, like, you look at, like, these, like, disenfranchised communities who are mm. mostly going blue, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, well, which political parties are actually taking the time to appeal to these voters mm-hmm. and put things in terms that are relatable or relevant to them, right? If the conservatives are going for those votes because they need votes and they know that they can pull those people in, mm-hmm. why wouldn't you expect those voters to vote blue? Definitely. Nobody else is paying attention. Yes. I was talking to a girl at my work training this week and she was, like, talking about voting and stuff and she was like, my new roommate's a socialist. (laughs) And I was like, (laughs) okay. And she was like, and honestly, like, I don't have problems talking with anybody about their political beliefs because, like, I really like politics, but, like, she just, like, talks about it all the time and she's so hateful to other people and it's like... I'm a conservative, but, like, I don't hate gay people. And, like, I don't whatever, whatever. And I was like, okay, I can radicalize this girl in two weeks. She's just, like, 20. yeah, You know what I mean? And from Burlington. I was like, okay. All right, Alex, we'll see.
0: Sorry dies my mom called <laughs> <laughs> i don't remember what we were talking about yeah no me neither the canadian election i think i fucking wish it was just more interesting i know I i'm sorry bored. i i can't like be emphatic about like the creeping fascism in canada or anything like that no. i honestly like fuck it we voted fuck it let's vote yeah
1: people that like act like the entire process of electoralism is like voting day are so annoying to me though mm-hmm. like they're like "Ooh, gonna go do my civic duty gonna vote and it's like okay you literally only think about politics once every four years
0: I saw this bitch and that's w- why we're here <laughs> I saw this bitch who was who was like <laughs> she was posting that if you showed her proof of voting she would send you a nude I love that yeah <laughs> except for you would never want to see this person naked oh <laughs> <laughs> fuck and my my friend was like yeah I'm scared to vote just like I don't want her to like maybe get word of it and then fucking just open my inbox to like some long ass titties (laughs) long titties (laughs) Um, <laughs> I mean, wanted is my expression in this case, but you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, that's bad. Friend of the pod, KB, said that one of her best friends from home mm. never votes because she doesn't want to get called for jury duty. Oh,
0: my God. Yeah.
1: And KB sent me a screenshot of their text conversation, and KB was like, hey, are you doing that thing where you don't vote so you don't have to go to jury duty? And then her friend was like, how'd you know? <laughs> Because it's, like, her whole thing is that she doesn't want to get called for jury duty, so she refuses to vote in elections because they can't call you for jury duty if you don't vote.
0: Loopholes. (laughs) Yeah. And it is so fucking weird. Yeah. I I get so creeped out because I didn't register myself as a voter. Yeah. And I didn't live in this riding last time I voted. Right. But I went to vote, and they were like, oh, yeah, you're registered, and my last name was on the list followed by my brother. And I was like, oh, I hate that. Because you get mail here. I guess so. Yeah.
1: Because the mail is a federal... Organization.
0: I hate that.
1: I know, it's scary. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Am I going to have to vote here in the next election if I never change my address? Yeah. Okay. You know, I could have committed voter fraud. Because you well, I could, could have voted. I have like three home addresses on different pieces of IDs. Yeah, that's true. You could have been like, no, I actually live here. Well. Like.
1: Because you don't have to be registered. No, you can just show up to the polls and they'll Yeah. register you. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you could vote in Quebec if you wanted, but you might as well just vote in Ottawa. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. It doesn't matter. My ex contacted me at like 7 p.m. here Mm -hmm. last night, which is 5 p.m.
0: Alberta time, Mm -hmm. and was like, how do I vote? That is so transparent and inexcusable. I know. You know, I do that shit in the context of like a relationship and also my friendships. Right. Where I asked people stuff even though you know the answer. No. I asked people stuff that I could very easily find out on my own. Oh. Because yeah. some people like feeling useful. That's true. Actually, I'm doing a service. Yes.
1: <laughs> However, in this case, we have not spoken in months.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's, it's very very clear. Yeah. That you're like and obviously like you care about whether or not people vote. Yeah. So you told her, right?
1: Yeah, I did. Yeah. Because <laughs> I was like, okay, you're
0: stupid. So actually like, she's smart. So
1: she's like a lifetime NDP voter. So at first I was mm-hmm. like, does she mean who should she vote for? And then I was like, no, she's going to vote NDP. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, does she mean like, how does she vote? So then I was like, what do you mean? And she was like, well, I got turned away at the polls this morning because I don't have any ID with my address on it because I don't have a physical address. And I was like, well, why don't you just get an address? You're like in your 30s. <laughs> She never re- receives mail? She does, but it doesn't have her name on it. Like, it just goes, because she works in a provincial park. So yes. it just goes to the park office. And there's no one that, it's not, like, a residence, you know what I mean? Yeah. But, like, if she was smart and she'd thought about it for more than five seconds, she could have voted in New Brunswick, where her mom lives, which is her permanent address. She could have done a mail-in vote. But oh, she's stupid. So yeah. the day of the election, she's like, ooh, I guess I should go vote. Mm-hmm. And then they were like, you don't live here
0: yeah okay yeah true but also you can you can show up with somebody if she was friends with someone from alberta someone can vouch for you she
1: did that she went back Mm -hmm. with her ex-girlfriend who she dated after me to Mm -hmm. vouch for her so that she could vote
0: okay yeah I had to show up with my health card and a hydro bill on my phone. Yeah. That was my method. I just showed up with my driver's license and my voter card. Famously, I lost my driver's license and haven't replaced it, even though I got pulled over last week <laughs> and got a warning for failure to surrender license. Oh my God.
1: <laughs> All right.
0: <laughs> let's talk let's, about something else. Let's
1: talk about something else. This is something that I don't know anything about, and I'm very excited okay. to hear about this.
0: So, there is a luxury skincare brand called Sunday Riley. Okay. They have a whole line of products that is for sale in Sephora. Yeah. And essentially, it's, you know, exfoliants, lotions, and it's very, very expensive. hmm Like, a small bottle of their number one product is, like, over $100. Oh, wow. Okay? Okay. And they have been embroiled in a lawsuit mm-hmm. since 2017. Oh, fuck. Okay. About them writing fake reviews on the Sephora website <laughs> and downvoting negative reviews of the product. Oh, my God. And what happened was someone who used to work for the company mm-hmm. exposed them on Reddit. They whistle blew them? They whistle blew them on Reddit. That's beautiful. Yes. Because essentially, and it it went right to the top, which is so funny. So the CEO of the company, the company is the same name as the C- CEO. Okay. So the CEO's name is Sunday Riley. That's a great name. Yes, I know. <laughs> um, <laughs> I wish that was my Riley name. Riley Sunday sounds like a poor name. Yes, yeah, Sunday, Sunday Riley. Riley fam- Christian. Or like famous person's daughter. Okay, true you know yeah very very apple soleil moon fray or whatever anyways so she herself had literally sent emails to employees being like Downvote negative reviews on Sephora.com. If they get enough dislikes, they will remove the review. This directly results in more sales. Oh my God. And like specific emails that had instructions on how to create fake accounts on Sephora.com after they got banned for making fake reviews on the website, teaching employees how to use VPNs. To get around the system and continue to generate fake product reviews for their skincare products. From the CEO. Yes. Girl boss. Knows how to use a VPN. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) That's wild. Yeah. She knows how to exfoliate and and she went back and also learned to code. Um, (laughs) Since we're skincare bitch media, I thought this was interesting. But also, I thought that it it was kind of relevant in terms of like just like shitty consumer culture bullshit yeah this stuff was relying heavily on being like a miracle product because it's so expensive and the reviews looked so good exactly well it's a cult it's a cult favorite that's why it had any sort of any sort of i guess following right but the th- the thing is like and i'm sure you're aware of this because it it's it just outside of like the world of beauty products and whatever but it's like there's just a handful of places where you can never trust product reviews from so like i've never trusted sephora.com no reviews absolutely not definitely not but there are like independent review sites that like hobbyists make accounts on like makeup alley and whatever the perfume one is it's like scent cyclopedia or some something like that right
1: independent review yeah
0: exactly where people just it's like goodreads
1: yeah you know is their thing is that they're trying different products and reviewing them
0: yeah as opposed to influencer which is like literally incentivized because people review stuff that they've been sent for free yeah so of course they're gonna be positive about it Or more positive than than they would necessarily be. Yeah,
1: and it's like, think about who's creating an account on Sephora.com to leave a review. Yeah. It's probably not an accurate representation of
0: the market. It's like reading reviews of a product on, like, Neutrogena.com. Yeah. Which I've thought of before, but what's really weird is when there's, like, a product that's being reviewed on its own site and it only has, like, three stars. Yeah. You're like, damn. Damn, it must be really bad. Yeah. Right?
1: <laughs> yeah. They can't downvote them all. <laughs> no.
0: Anyways. So that was, like, really unethical.
1: Yeah, that's really interesting. Is there, like, progress in the case? Is Or is it... Okay. Because it's been a couple years.
0: The settlement was just... Oh, okay. ...reached, which was why I was, like, all over the internet today. But... So they paid a settlement. Yeah. And they're not allowed to leave reviews anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, they haven't been removed from the Sephora store. They should be removed from the store. And they haven't apologized. Okay. Who was included in the settlement? Like, what's the... Who was the settlement to? Yeah.
1: Oh, also, happy one-year anniversary to Dumbage Media.
0: Yes, thank you. It is the one-year anniversary. Yesterday was the one-year anniversary of Dumish Media, the comedy collective, not the podcast. Correct. They didn't have to pay
1: okay so it was just a recognition of wrongdoing Mm -hmm. without an apology without an apology without any punishment yeah go off
0: yeah so (laughs) it was with the ftc but it's just so stupid because it's like the entire beauty industry is such a fucking crock of shit like but you can't avoid the fact that if things are expensive people will assume that they're higher quality yes right totally and these people are relying on that and beautiful packaging and good marketing and then on top of that they're up to all these nefarious nefarious
1: happenings
0: yeah practices it's like the gaming industry
1: we need a makeup gate about <laughs> <laughs> ethical reporting in makeup <laughs> and skincare. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I I just wanna protest against what beauty YouTubers fucking sound like. I feel like I've I've knocked myself on the head with a brick after every time I watch a YouTube beauty video. And it's like yeah. gotta, it's like, how the fuck am I supposed to open a video about learning how to curl my hair with a hair straightener and then leave with like a brand new lobotomy like i'm grateful but it's not what i asked for hi sisters (laughs) this chick did this whole dramatic five minute story about how she used to be blonde but now she's a brunette oh my god it's like a recipe she's like everything was changing in my life i got married and for the first time in my life i was living far away from my family that's right i moved from florida to new york and i was like i was like You know what? Fuck it. Why don't I just change my hair to brown? I've been blonde my whole life, but it's like everything in my life is changing. So why not my hair? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) And you're like, Kate, where's the hair straightener? How is this
1: interesting for anyone? Oh my God. You know how I told you about that party that I went to on Saturday? Mm -hmm. There was a girl there who was like, I assume she was on coke, but I don't know. But she was Mm -hmm. definitely high. Mm -hmm. And she came over to me and my friend and she started talking at us about how it's okay that she's blonde. Okay, let me explain. (laughs) She was like, okay. People always hate on me for dying my hair blonde. And it's like, listen, it's okay that I'm blonde. Like, it's all right that I want to be blonde. Like, I know people don't like it, but it's like, okay, if I want to do that. And like, there's nothing wrong with dying your hair. She said it for like like 30 minutes and i was just like was she high was she high hot no Mm. she had a like a really ugly face (laughs) and she you know what i mean (laughs) and my friend was so stoned and she kept looking at me and going i'm so stoned right now and the girl just kept talking and we tried to walk away, and she just kept following us. And she was like, but it's okay that I'm blonde. And I was like, are you, like, a white supremacist? <laughs> like, there's something going on here.
0: <laughs> also, like, did she accidentally, like, take a step back to, like, 2007 when people were still making dumb blonde jokes or something? I really don't think that people care about people's hair colors now. I think she regressed. Yeah. I think we're we're actually at the point in Hollywood movies where the hot girl in the movie is allowed to have brown hair now. Yeah. So I think we're not really doing hair color discourse, except for, again, redheaded males still exist, and I'm not entirely sure what that's about. I discussed this on the podcast. I'll discuss it again. The only appropriate hair colors for a man are black, brown, and gray, and bald hair color. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs)
1: <laughs> anyways sorry for that diversion i just needed it's, to share that
0: it's okay for her to be blonde
1: i was like you're right it is okay and then she was like thank you and i was like oh my
0: god stop
1: talking to she's, me she's
0: doing hot rights not that hot rights is ironic it's 100 real but she's doing hot hi- hot rights like unironically she's doing blonde rights yeah yeah
1: my friend texted me the next day and she was like was there a girl talking to us about how it's okay for her to have blonde hair. And I was like, yeah. And she was like, I thought I hallucinated that. I did not think that was real.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Fucking stupid. (sighs) Have you ever seen The Lobster? No. Oh, okay. Never mind. Okay.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So... So, Miley Cyrus, in a live stream on Instagram this week... What's that called? Instagram Live? Yeah. Said that people should just, like... Not be gay. Was that the, the direct quote? quote? Okay, I'll quote yeah. the quote. But that was the gist of it.
0: I'm not actually worried about the length. I feel Me like either. we we just didn't really say anything. But now I'm in the mood to be funny. So okay. I'm just to be <laughs> tilted towards the end. Oh well.
1: Okay. So Miley Cyrus on a live stream this week said, "Don't give up. You don't have to be gay. There are good dicks out there. You just have to find them." I always thought I had to be gay because all guys are evil, but that's not true. <laughs> And I just want to say, thank you. All right. You know, horseshoe theory is real, like you said. Mm -hmm. We've reached the point where, you know, conservatives think you don't have to be gay. It's a choice. Mm -hmm. And liberals acknowledge that it's a choice. Yes. And for that, I just want to say thank you for acknowledging that I am choosing to make my life difficult for attention.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Alright, I'm walking to my closet. I'm opening my closet door. Mm -hmm. In the closet, Mm -hmm. you see a shelf. Okay. The shelf is full of hats. Okay. I look through them briefly. Where is it? Ah, there it is. I put on my biphobia hat. (laughs) (laughs) Miley Cyrus is so fucking stupid. She's so annoying. I don't think she's gay at all. I think that she's... She had short hair, and that was confusing for her. It was. It was like this is my identity now. And being divorced when you're 26 is queer.
1: It is. Absolutely. I will. I will. <laughs> I will give her that. And being vegan
0: is queer. That's true, except for in the case of like hardcore Twitter wife girls girls who post mm. like pictures of themselves making disgusting-looking vegan food. And it's like vegan chicken nuggets on top of like like mac and cheese. Yeah. Like craft dinner with no cheese. Ugh. You know, and then it's like wife dolls. Plant-based. And it's, it's like, like see vegan food is dead. <laughs> Plant-based, it's like, yeah, why don't you just die? <laughs> <laughs> that would be disgusting if those were real chicken nuggets and real craft dinner. <laughs> yeah. Like this is not what Wife. Do- wife dolls for who? Alright, yourself? Yeah, I'm f- <laughs> fired up i'm i'm fired up yeah okay it's okay to be gay i feel like miley cyrus is a voice for girls who post instagram pictures straight girls with their friends of them like kissing on the cheek and are like so gay for this one heart (laughs) that's
1: literally what miley cyrus is doing just Mm -hmm. on a celebrity scale yeah which is
0: embarrassing it, it is. It yes. is. It's okay to be gay. It's like... Uh, uh, the... Okay. The rhetoric of being like, I'm so sick of men. Men are all assholes. Like, I'm just going to be a lesbian now. I'm just going to, like, be a lesbian. I honestly think that I could... Get my pussy eaten by a lesbian who I coded as a male to share I short I have my eyes closed. Um,
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. And that is my bread and butter.
0: Yes, I know. But here's the thing. Most girls only threaten to do that. Yeah. Right? Where you get in is the chicks who ha- are crazy and have been mistreated by so many men in a row that they're actually willing to try it.
1: <laughs> And what do I do? I set them back on the right path, God's path, heterosexuality.
0: You've heard of a little song called God's Plan? It's about me. <laughs> it's about something. <laughs> I think that she's just, like,
1: play-acting. She's just making shit up. Like, I don't even she think just... she believes this. She's literally just saying things.
0: Yeah, like, it's it's okay... It's okay to be straight. It's revol- It's like, it's <laughs> insane that she's treating it like revolutionary to be like, some men are good. Like, because I guess the dominant ideology on like, of liberal feminism now is like, men are trash. Right. So it's revolutionary to be like, there are nice guys. <laughs>
1: she's literally just saying you just need to find the right man. Yeah. You just haven't found the right man yet. Yes. That's
0: why you're gay. Yes. That's what Miley Cyrus and my uncle from rural Nova Scotia have in <laughs> You know what Miley Cyrus is doing? Her problem is just that she has that quote from
1: girls stuck in her head. I feel like I'm the voice of my generation or a generation. Yes. She's just Lena Dunham. She's performing for no one.
0: Who do you think is stupider? Allison Williams or Miley Cyrus? <laughs>
1: <laughs> allison williams is like lobotomy so probably her
0: can i can i just take a moment to read a quote from allison williams that i posted in my instagram story from the book that i'm reading yes
1: allison williams is problematic to me because i do think that she's attractive
0: of course but
1: she's so stupid she was so bad and in insane out. she was oh my god yeah
0: Oh, now I can't find it. Okay, Alison Williams basically said that she loves The Bachelor, but her problem with it is that she thinks that it's crazy that the show acts like they exist in a vacuum. And she was like, like, for example, there was an episode the day after the 2016 election and they didn't even say anything. It was like, okay, Alison Williams literally thinks that The Bachelor's silence about (laughs) President Cheeto is deafening. That's a wild dumb girl take okay it's impressive (laughs) she she was like i just really want to see i maybe it's just me i was like it is uh but but go on Uh, she's like maybe it's just me but i want to see some political discussions on this show and it was like you why would you want to see people who go on the bachelor talk about politics
1: okay first of all she doesn't realize that this show is filmed like a year in advance Yes. second of all because of that yes it literally does exist in
0: a vacuum yes and <laughs> like, all, and also all reality shows exist in a vacuum and also in case she isn't aware it it's a fake show yeah these people aren't on the show all on the real. show because they all think they're gonna fall in love with one guy who is a doctor for children who also fits his motorcycles or what the fuck ever yeah right like that's not the point of the show, and like the one of the frustrations. I'm sorry, I'm going off on a tangent. I that's hate okay. I hate celebrity liberal feminists. No, it's it's, okay. Is my consistent thread from Miley Cyrus to Allison Williams. <laughs> that's okay. My critique of the book that I'm reading right now. They keep talking to celebrity fans. Right. Like, at the end of every chapter, there's like a page that's like why I'm a fan, and it's a celebrity okay. talking about their experience of being a fan of The Bachelor. Right. Okay. And all of them are being like. It, admittedly, it's not feminist. But in some ways, I think it's feminist. And it's like... Who cares? Nobody asked if The Bachelor was feminist. It's it's not. Oh, my God. And it's not for that. And this, the problem with this book is it's not even about critical theory. Like I said, it's literally just like an annotated history of like the wildest moments in The Bachelor. Yeah. So it's like, why is this the one lens of criticism that you're able to achieve? It's like, I don't actually like how the girls are all climbing all over each other for a rain and it's like no actually clearly you do because you watch this show that's it's the fine. whole show they don't stop even stop lying to yourself
1: <laughs> they don't even realize that the fact that they're like trying to apply feminist critique to the bachelor is like really like says something about the state of liberal feminism because like i want to say at least 50 percent of that show passes the bechdel test yes but that doesn't mean something's feminist it's a useless it's a useless metric and
0: also you know what i'm gonna go out on a limb here and i'm gonna say that people who apply feminist critique to the bachelor are swerves yes because women who go on the bachelors are sex, sex workers. workers
1: they are i know <laughs> yes you're right
0: And they're like it's not feminist <laughs> <laughs> and it's like actually what's Anti-feminist about it's, these it's, these women are business people. It, yeah, let's put it this way: these women are not going on the show, sorry, to find love. They're going on the show to find ways to generate revenue Absolutely. on their spawn on Instagram posts. Yeah, after they get off the show, or to get or another deal, to spin into being the Bachelorette, mm-hmm. or to get an interview in People magazine, and to get like free clothes and whatnot, and. I thought that liberal feminism rewarded girl bosses for their drifter tendencies, Except- and I don't understand why they're refusing to acknowledge that going on TV and sucking dick in a hot tub is a valid way to get your fucking drift. Because
1: they're all puritans; they only respect desexualized grifts. Right. And arguably, Allison Williams is
0: completely desexualized. Yes. Teach contestants on The Bachelor how to code. (laughs) Teach them. I want to see them all fucking opening Etsy stores, and I won't rest. until they do and it better be fucking needle points that say things like i love the fall with some leaves of the patriarchy
1: (laughs) my favorite moment on the bachelor ever was when this girl thought that a pomegranate was an onion
0: like a red onion yeah
1: (laughs) and she kept being like oh my god i'm sorry is that an onion (laughs) climbed into the bushes to get it and she was like oh my god but you know what honestly she was the hottest girl there but everybody hated her because she was stupid Mm -hmm. and because she kept interrupting people to get time with the bachelor and it's like well maybe you should be hotter yes if you want his attention yes true she brought him the onion
0: that's amazing (laughs) that's amazing it was beautiful you know i think i think Everyone could learn from that. You you like a man. Here's what you got to do. You got to look hot. You got to bring them a food item. Exactly. It, it's, it's, two, it's a two-step process, baby. That's the best dating That's advice it. you're ever going to get from me. <laughs> Famously, reproductively successful. <laughs> <No>. Podcaster, <laughs> <Evan> the <Trestle. laughs>
1: And if you're trying to date women, mm-hmm. don't do that. Don't. Don't bring them food. No. Why not? Because you never know. Okay. That's true.
0: (laughs) You're like, ah, you're ruining my eating disorder. That's so inconsiderate of you. (laughs) Yeah. It's
1: just a sensitive
0: topic. (laughs) That's fair. That's fair. Can you bring them a fancy coffee beverage? Yes. Okay. All right. There you go. There you go. Be like, yo, screenshot me your Starbucks order in the app so you can... Thank you. That's romantic. So you know if they need the light ice. (laughs) (laughs) You don't want to show up with full eyes. That's plug No. (laughs) The other funniest thing that was like from The Bachelor, sorry guys, this is a real tangent here, but they were talking about how they had a Canadian bachelorette Mm -hmm. uh, or a Canadian chick on The Bachelor and they (laughs) had to give her speech therapy to get rid of her accent. Yeah. But then they realized that her accent was one of the only things that separated her out from, you know, the 24 other bottle blonde Chips with 24 inch waist yeah and then so they let her keep it and i was like in what world is a canadian accent clearly i'm biased here but in what world is a canadian accent considered a detriment
1: yeah well that's the thing is like i remember that
0: jillian season. harris
1: yeah jillian harris because yeah. she became the bachelorette later yes. on i think she was from like fucking
0: calgary or something okay so she barely even fucking had no. an accent they were just leaning into it
1: yeah like I, w- I remember being like, okay, like, so <laughs> she also was, like, not hot. If we went on
0: the show, since I'm doing on The Bachelorette now, so of course. I read this book. Um, <laughs> but if we were on the show and they thought that she needed speech therapy and she was from Calgary, they would just straight up remove our vocal cords. Like, yeah, like, why can not? you imagine?
1: <laughs> I want to be the first lesbian bachelorette. Okay. Yeah
0: move over Tequila. tequila <laughs> <laughs> it's a time for a single shot at love <laughs> canceled for monosexuality on the big screen
1: <laughs> they can throw a guy in there i'll just not give him a rose fair sorry sir i wasn't feeling it I gave it a shot <laughs> like miley cyrus said you don't have to be gay
0: it all Damn. comes back call call box call box we talked about the internet? the internet the internet the internet the internet the internet all right i have a beef this week cool like i said i've been applying for jobs and i said this to sophie earlier but i would like to say that the fact the computers don't come with factory preset of all the applications in microsoft office is not only fake it's also gay
1: it is yeah
0: extremely well especially
1: if you own a windows computer
0: yeah what like the if you fuck? own a
1: microsoft computer what the fuck is going
0: on it has a microsoft operating system, system on it yeah so it should why, come with it why wouldn't it come with microsoft office it's literally like it's so shameful that i not only am like writing my gay little resume that's full of lies by the way it's not full of <laughs> lies but, like, <laughs> <laughs> it's literally not full of lies. The only thing that it says on it that's a lie is that I still work for the federal government. Okay, yeah. But I like not only have to do that to try and get fucking like I said part-time administrative assistant jobs or fucking like nighttime addictions counselor jobs or what the fuck ever. Yeah. I also have to download fucking Open Office and deal with a pop-up every time Ugh. I want to do that. It's like no, obviously I'm gonna steal a copy of microsoft word yeah but we'll find you a it's key. just humiliating
1: yeah it's so <laughs> do you know how bad it feels to write a resume in google docs bad it literally like makes me want to kill myself yeah it feels horrible
0: my resume is a pdf because boomers won't know how to open it yeah that's what's up oh yeah you <laughs> <laughs> have to take my word for it they're like true <laughs> <laughs> i was t- telling this to sophie but like i'm applying for like dental receptionist jobs optometry receptionist jobs yeah i'm just i'm just branching out Mm -hmm. you know because the thing is too it's like not to brag but like i don't even super need the money or anything no but i just need to i think i should just work maybe 10 hours a week (laughs) some structure is nice yeah some structure and a little bit of extra money yeah some extra cash yeah
1: yeah yeah Um, definitely But they really try to set you up for failure by not having Microsoft Word on your computer.
0: You know, I I mean, again, at risk of sounding like a fucking boomer, you know when you have to, you have to obtain something to obtain something else to obtain the thing that you're trying to get? Yes. Like, you have to download this application to get this key to download this application to get this application or whatever? Yes. I can't. I will no, honestly neither. just leave it alone at that point. It's too much. In technology news, I also want to talk about the fact that I just learned that you can share Steam libraries.
1: Yeah. Did I talk about this You talked week?
0: about it on Dumb and Awful. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Okay. Never mind. Okay. <laughs> but I, uh, I'm
1: really frustrated. It's very frustrating. It's like, I mean, yeah, computers are literally designed to, like, gatekeep people who can't do admin tasks because it's like think about it when you're setting up your new computer like there's so mm-hmm. much shit you have to go to, through literally just to set it up it's like why can't I just open it and set up a password yes right
0: yeah and I uh, like the everybody thing is, has like,
1: everybody sets up their computer the same way
0: I'm techno here's what I'm always thinking is that like I'm technologically apt yes I'm good with computers me too and yeah. operating systems and whatever whatnot so if something is a headache for me Imagine. It's a massive barrier to the average person. Totally. Right?
1: Well, that's why I never get upset with other people when they ask me to help them with their computers and stuff because it's like, no. I don't mind.
0: Also, usually it's something really easy. Mm-hmm. Like, if my mom doesn't know how to turn out the Bluetooth on her phone or whatever, who cares? Yeah, it, it takes five it, seconds. I'll just do it for her, and then it'll turn out every time she gets in her car. Yeah, and it's done. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but that's
1: the thing, is it's like, I can't even imagine how frustrating it is for other people.
0: Yeah. Right? Literally, every household needs someone who is, like, the device manager.
1: Yes. Just so that one person knows how to do
0: it all, so that people don't get confused. Definitely. Yeah. Oh, actually, 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 in technology news, yeah, my brother's friends were so mad at him this weekend because I was playing Hitman on his PlayStation, and he told them he was out of town, and then they saw him logged on and playing Hitman, and they thought that he was lying to them, but it was, it was <laughs> actually just me doing Agent Forty Seven. That's so funny. <laughs> They're like, "What the fuck, man?" Yeah, <laughs> I was just like playing Hitman and eating pie like one in the morning. <laughs>
1: When I got here, your brother was on the porch smoking a joint and wearing his headset and holding a game controller. So I was like, "Are you playing from out here?" And he's like, "No, I'm talking to my friend." <laughs> I was like, "Okay, well, you're holding the controller. I don't know." <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's how we talk. I know. <laughs> <laughs> really funny. I was like, "Damn." The social ecosystem of men between the ages of like I don't know, like. 15 and 35 is so weird it's so weird yeah yeah I'm about to move Sophie's about to move too and we were talking about like what kind of stuff I'm gonna have to set up in my apartment before other show- like what kind of stuff I'm gonna have to prioritize yeah getting set up and my boyfriend was like uh well I need to get a tv and a tv stand because he's was like you know like because I have to talk to my friends I was like okay oh you guys <laughs> yeah. don't have a tv no oh yeah Yeah. i thought we did
1: yeah apparently we don't so we have a playstation so he can buy that yes (laughs) (laughs) precisely your big cell phone Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) he was like why don't you own a tv i was like why would i ever own a tv i own a laptop why would i need a tv exactly laptops are for
1: girls tvs are for men
0: yes yes You know what's disturbing? What? Learning that men will fully masturbate in their living rooms. Yeah. On their big TVs. Yeah. That's so disgusting. Put it on the tiny stream if you're ashamed of yourself like you should be.
1: Maybe we're just skewed because famously Catholic bitch media.
0: Yeah. You know, it's just not relatable. God can see you in the living room. He can't Can't see see you you. in the bedroom as long as you keep your clothes on and And you're you're under under the the covers. covers. Why is and this the so are complicated off? for people to understand? <laughs> <laughs> don't duvet- you want to go to heaven? <laughs> the duvet cover stays on. Oh, <laughs> yep. Sitting bare ass naked on the living room couch? No. Male listeners, please don't weigh in on this. <laughs> Just know what we think of you. Just appreciate that. Just know. I actually, so, <laughs> sort of related, hopefully not that related. Like I said, I was using my brother's PlayStation while he was out of town. <laughs> and when I opened it, it was open to his YouTube. And he had one liked video. <laughs> and it was just only of butts. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It was a full music video of Jitsu just, just shaking their ass. I don't even know if I... <laughs> I have to assume he was enjoying the music, but (laughs) maybe it was from when he was, like, 15. I just think it's funny that that was his one liked video. (laughs) (laughs) That's so funny, fuck. Yeah. All right. All right. Do you have a dumb bitch? No? No, I don't. I have a dumb bitch. All right. It's time for Dumb
1: Bitch bitch of of the the week.
0: Week. All right. All right. So the reoccurring dumb bitch mm-hmm. from the a couple. couple weeks ago, the couple. Yes. So she he messaged me yes! last time. <laughs> so, okay, if you haven't listened to the whole side of this, it's been over the course of multiple episodes. I got a message a long time ago from a dosed Instagram account being like, why is my husband messaging you? Turns out I didn't know this person's husband at all. I was like, he's not. You can chat, Okay. Months later, her husband is like, No. At the time, her husband is like, why does my wife think I'm messaging you? LOL. Bizarre. I'm like, I don't know. Months later, he is like, you are pretty hot, though. Okay? Okay. Update. We were thinking about how to stir drama. Turns out I didn't have to. (laughs) Yesterday, the wife messages me. (gasps) She says, hey. I say, hello. Hello. She says, how are you? It's weird of me to message. I said, I'm well. How are you? <laughs> I'm well. She said, I'm okay. Was my husband messaging you more? I said, he did message me here and there. And she <laughs> said, somehow I'm okay with that. And I was like, you know what? I'm not delving into this. Mm, I'm Looking not- for a third S. Okay, this is some like psychosexual marionette strange fucking game shit yeah this is weird this is either one person pretending to be this is what all the guys at the comedy show said last night that it's a he's pretending to be his wife yes and then he's gonna message me maybe and be like lol I'm getting a divorce my wife crazy what's up maybe maybe I don't know a theory emerges okay Alternate theories. Alternate theories. The It's real and the wife, But he had never messaged me. Yeah. Which is what makes it weird. Maybe looking for a third, like you said. Maybe looking for a third. Maybe she's just fixated on you. Because she's
1: a ghost account, so it could be someone that follows you legitimately.
0: Yeah. This is weird. Yeah, because it kind of seems like she just wants to talk to me now. Yeah. Because it's like, why is she being like... How are you? Maybe it's like the W know versus the W don't. You. I guess so. But like, I'm ne- I've never messaged her husband.
1: But like, she's like at least I know who he's messaging, and like I-, I could become friends with her,
0: and like maybe like I can find out if he's trying to cheat on me. She wants to John Tucker Must Die. Her husband. Yeah. She wants to go Oceans Eight. Yeah on her husband I never saw that movie but I assume, <laughs> I assume it's about women banding together while wearing high heels I don't know what to, I I don't have to do anything I guess but like I don't I just don't understand it's like where do we go from here He you guys let me know what you think the fuck is going on yeah honestly like <laughs>
1: what do you guys think because there's definitely something something's up
0: it's there's no way that it it's really strange if exactly what seems like is happening is happening it's
1: not that there's something else going on
0: yeah and also, this person lives in Ottawa. Yes. <laughs> which just adds another creepy layer to the whole thing. Yeah. Anyways, hmm. Like, if I had been messaging your husband, I would know,
1: right? Yeah. You know? Well, he messaged from his real account. Yeah. So.
0: Her account name is I Don't Really Understand It, which is like, lol. So It's
1: like, our ask relationships post that's like need help with girlfriend throw away 555
0: (laughs) yeah
1: hi how are you it's weird for me to be messaging you i think she wants to fuck you
0: really yeah they only have one follower it's probably her real account zero following but i can't see who it is unless you follow her
1: yeah i think you should because you need to find out who that other follower is
0: because maybe it's someone else that she's dming from trail time yeah maybe i should lock my town and see if i get any requests
1: yeah you should
0: <laughs> guys this is live and if, this
1: is what we do in our <laughs> spare time by the way when we're at starbucks we're just in the house this is what we're doing
0: <laughs> <laughs> i feel like i'm playing like barbie detective yeah, right now <laughs> me too i'm excited yo if anyone has a link to where i can still play barbie detective hit up hit please hit up i always think that private instagram accounts are terrorism but so it's messaging me from a dose account. yeah it's just
1: it's just uh warfare like you just need to fight back Mm -hmm. you know trad warfare yeah okay all right all right should we do tweets of the week yeah sure sweet all right so my tweet is from z at chrome underscore pill okay Someone on here said a single Dorito nacho chip contained more flavor than a 17th century feudal peasant would have experienced in an entire lifetime. This was truly the start of my Neoludic conversion. We were never meant to experience this much.
0: (laughs) That's really funny. I know. (laughs) Also, I would argue that a 17th century peasant would experience uh, the equivalent of a flavor explosion because uh, those people were eating pussy before people were taking baths they literally invented (laughs)
1: colonialism to get
0: those spices (laughs) i think that those jokes are so hacked that are like white people colonized to get spices and now they don't even use them i know
1: Some of the comments were really funny. This is gross, but there was one and it was like a 17th century peasant would be confused by the phenomenon of like having explosive diarrhea after eating Taco Bell because they were constantly shitting themselves from cholera.
0: Okay, true. Yeah. Yeah. It's normal. Everyone had IBS in medieval times. (laughs) Yes. Deadly IBS. I'm a historian. She was there. Yeah. Why do you think else they couldn't shit in toilets? They had to use pots in the street because the, the, explosive, <laughs> the explosive nature of their <laughs> movements due to the f- quality of food that they were eating couldn't be contained within a porcelain bowl well, with a flushing mechanism. Um, never mind when toilets were invented, Sophie. Do you when <laughs> toilets were invented? <laughs>
1: I actually used to know that, but I don't remember anymore.
0: <laughs> um, Can't believe I just did a shit joke. On my I know on the story. <laughs> my influence.
1: Well, um, <laughs> like part, you know, like part of the reason that they were shitting in the street was because it's like if you gotta go, you gotta
0: go. Mm-hmm. You know. Oh, when the mood strikes. <laughs> you know what a good type of commercial is? I don't like really witness commercials anymore oh i have a funny type of commercial that i saw recently that i have to tell you about okay but like the like walking down the street on a nice day and the person's wearing all white for some reason and you're like oh no is this gonna be a Tampett's ad yeah. or like a Beano ad i don't right. i don't know like, <laughs> that, what are them what are the ass pills called <laughs> not bino. that one's for farting i think <laughs> that's not for diarrhea like um Pepto- like, m- yeah or
1: like yeah like the one that makes you constipated when you have diarrhea
0: Right. Okay. Um, this is a bid flex, by the way, that I don't know what that's called. Emodium. Um, <laughs> okay. Okay. Emodium. I do know what that is, unfortunately, because my mom has a, an app, op- is like, has no filter, um, famously. Like, she loves telling people stories about shitting herself. <laughs> and she didn't know she was silly out till she was like 38. So that's she's, why I love your mom. she's got them for days. But she's always like, if you're going on international travel, she's always she's always like patrimodium, Patrimonium. and I'm like I've never. I guess not even travel in general. And I'm like I don't shit myself. This is a, this is we not don't, for me. We don't have the same traveling list. <laughs> <laughs> I love that of like the the like walking down the street on like a nice day in like a very pristine outfit, and then it's like. The music just like stops. Dun, dun. Yeah. yeah, embarrassing situations can strike at any time. And you're like, <laughs> like oh, no. No. <laughs> oh, no. Um, no. I saw a commercial, and I don't know if this was targeted or not. Okay. I was watching Tritzy and Tatia. Yes. On YouTube, and the commercial that it played before was a psychic that can tell you if your husband or boyfriend is cheating on you. <laughs> It was probably just based on the
1: type of video that you were watching. Right. Right. Like, so it was homophobic. Yeah, yeah it was
0: homophobic. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's it very like, funny.
0: It was like, you know who's gonna fall for is my boyfriend cheating on me psychics? Like, women and gays. <laughs> Literally. That's bad. <laughs> oh my god. Um that
1: was dead. Can I share a fact with you about mm-hmm. medieval forms of toilets? Yes. So Okay, speaking of shitting in buckets, Mm -hmm. it was a common practice in Canadian prisons to use buckets
0: for toilets right up until 2003. Okay. Yeah. I actually knew that. Yeah, that's crazy. Did you know that when they did a prison raid of the facility that's on Ennis Road, that was, like, one of the big things was that, like, people were just shitting and pissing in their cells and nobody was doing anything about it? Yeah disgusting yeah it's
1: horrible yeah my uncle worked at kingston penitentiary mm-hmm. before it shut down and mm-hmm. he said that when he would deliver food to like solitary mm-hmm. there would always be like two feet of water on the ground in the cells because people would flood their toilets in protest and they just wouldn't do anything about it that's disgusting it's part of the reason why it closed yeah because people were being abused serial <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> killers deserve dry cells too yeah, absolutely. yeah yeah absolutely yeah i wasn't kidding <laughs>
0: All right, you got a tweet? I do. Weird segue, I'm sorry. No, I don't care. Uh, It's actually actually serial killer related by accident. Whoa. Okay, so my tweet is from Jackie at Jackie Saba. Very funny account. And she said, let people enjoy things. John Wayne Gacy on trial. (laughs) Listen, if my hobby is murdering people, that's my business. Literally, that's what you might as well be saying. When you're saying, like, let people enjoy things when somebody's making fun of somebody for having, like, a hundred Funko Pops on their desk in their office. Yeah. Keep your hobbies out of the public sphere.
1: Absolutely. Thank you. I hate Funko Pops and, like, nerd shit
0: at work. Collectible items. I know I've said this before, but I worked with a girl who literally could not afford to move out of her parents' house she's like older than me when she was making 60 to 70 grand a year because she was spending so much money on collectibles and rare comics dude that's an illness like she's like a hoarder i know and she had five cats
1: so i guess she is a hoarder yeah like that's like a like a mental illness
0: yeah i was like oh my god if i was your parents i not only would have like kicked you out out, i would have also like just disowned you (laughs) <laughs> yeah for being
1: a loser honestly yeah. yeah oh my god i can't imagine
0: can you imagine spending that much money she was spending probably like definitely spending more than my rent like baby you can amount. move out and
1: still buy rare comics
0: yeah with that money definitely fuck
1: it's probably cause she was spending money to go to comic-con and stuff like that
0: yeah, I told you she had a signed picture of her with the guy who played the penguin on on Gotham on her desk. Yeah. <sighs> Extremely dark stuff. Yeah, I can't. That's
1: so disturbing to me.
0: Yeah, I know. She wasn't a nice person before anyone just thinks that I'm being a high school bully. No, she was a bitch, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this, there's a literally a legal limit on the number of cats and dogs that you can own. And she exceeded it. Yes. It's what, three cats? Three cats and two dogs. Yeah. Yeah, five animals. Yeah. No more than three cats and two dogs.
1: Yeah, that seems reasonable. Yes. But she lived in Quebec, right? Yeah,
0: but that's the rule that she cited to me as to oh. where she was living. So I guess that's so she the rule knew. in Quebec. Yes. She's bad. Yeah.
1: She's so bad with her animal hoarding.
0: You ever been in somebody's house where you walk in and you just feel like you just breathe animal dirt yeah like cat like cat hair and like piss and like whatever the
1: house that i used to live in was like that because i lived with that roommate who got evicted and oh. she had two cats and she never cleaned their litter boxes because she was never home mm. and it was just like completely unmanageable
0: that's so disgusting yeah like it was when you d- horrible it, yeah i had to throw sticky. out all my stuff when i moved because yeah. it
1: all smelled like cat piss and i couldn't do anything about that's it disgusting. it was horrible yeah yeah mountains of trash
0: um, so, anyways, <laughs> let people enjoy things. Um, Including
1: animal hoarding.
0: I will die defending my right to be critical.
1: Yeah. What What is joy in life if not being critical of others?
0: I literally... Can anyone set this up for me? I mean, I know we kind of do, like, cultural criticism and whatever. If you could call it that, it's pretty generous on this <laughs> podcast. Uh, and sometimes on stage. But if someone can get me a job as like a critic of some sort i just want to judge things professionally i know where my talents lie you just
1: need the platform
0: i'm just kind of hoping that like being on the clock will motivate me to write jokes again that's fair <laughs> i'm just hoping to get me. a job so i can fuck off from it yeah
1: <laughs> did i write when i was unemployed for three months no <laughs> did i recently
0: maybe I sort of tried to write last night. Yeah, you did some riffs. Whatever. Yeah. All right. Do we close it? Yeah. All right, everybody. Have a great week. Sorry the Canadian election was so boring. I think we're just burnout. Yeah. It was just so much. It was like, what am I going to do? Do a joke about Justin Trudeau doing his acceptance speech in blackface or something? I won't do it. So stop asking me for it. I'm not going to dance for you all. (laughs) All right. Thank you guys so much for listening. I'm a stupid bitch. I'm a stupid bitch. I'm a stupid bitch. I'm a stupid bitch.